0: Josh Moser, Landon Thomas, Landon. We have got a ton to talk about this week. Hit me with how excited you are.
1: Like having a winter, a uh, winter storm named after you.
0: That sounds riveting. I hope you have all of the toilet paper you need. I have a lot. You, you, you seem like one of those guys. You, go, you go to Sam's Club What's wrong and buy with up I- all the toilet paper, don't you?
1: What's wrong with a good quantity of toilet paper?
0: What's a good quantity?
1: I don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. We've got a ton to talk about that, that we might actually enjoy talking about other than toilet paper. Um, we've got to talk about uh, THJ and his untimely injury uh, and the surgery that it led to recently. We've got a few trade rumors that might tickle your pickle. Um, and Landon, I think you've got a few words to say on that upcoming homestand for the Mavericks. Uh, let's start with the bummer stuff, though. Let's get it out of the way, shall we? Tim Hardaway Jr. had surgery yesterday and ho- uh, to hopefully repair that fifth metatarsal in his left foot. There's officially no timetable for his return to the court, according to Mavs PR. Lando, how worried are you?
1: About the Mavs or about T.A. <laughs>
0: Well, they one. They might be one in the same. They're
1: probably both. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's 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 sad to see, uh, THJ go through this. Um, especially during that game where, um, I think he had like ten in the quarter, and he, he was really, uh, trending up. Um, to have a really good game to maybe, um, you know, kickstart his season, to play like he did in the second half of last season. So sad to see him go through this. I know he, he's going to work hard and rehab, um, but for the Mavs um, standpoint, it's 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 tough because you're losing. Even though he's having a down year, you're, you're losing 15 points a game, and you're already down in the offensive rating. Um, right um, today, it's 19th in the league in offense, and you lose a 15 point scorer, and the guys replacing him. Um, like Josh Green, um, Frank, um, r- a little bit of Reggie, but he was already getting minutes. Those aren't, you know, really um, forceful scores, um, even if they were insert- inserted into that role. So it's going to be tough. I hope, Hopefully uh, the Mavs can do something um, regarding the trade deadline and to at least help this team make a push to get to the second round of the season. They still have that TPE the 10.8 million TPE trade um, player exception. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully Nico does something.
0: Yeah. You don't easily replace 15 points a game. I know a lot of people were, uh, (laughs) I don't know. Fans have been hard on him this year. Yeah. You get a big contract and expectations go through the roof and, Let's be honest. He was just barely off of what he normally is. I mean, he was, he was 18 points last year. Right now he's, you know, right, right at 14 to 15, uh, for the year this year. And, but in the last few games, he had been shooting 40% or over at three point. He's been trending up, I would say, um, and also i feel like his defense has improved like everybody on this team this year yeah. his defense had improved um it's hard to replace that amount of minutes and that amount of scoring and we talked about it last week i i'm a fan of his leadership style um and you look at the the players that are under him on the list of scores and it's a sh- it's a pretty sheer drop off for who mm-hmm. the next points per game is and that's Dorian Finney Smith who's sitting at 10 points per game. Um but just to you know, <laughs> you know kind of a just to tell you how bad it could be, the next one after Dorian Finney Smith is Brandon Wright who, you know, was a 10-day contract guy and played what one game. Yeah. Uh, and that's also a 10 point uh per game guy. So I guess Brandon Wright played 3 games I shouldn't be. I shouldn't poo-poo him like that, but yeah, he played three games before he had to see his way out. So those guys like Maxi Kleba or Reggie Bullock, and I'm I'm hoping Chris maybe can step up a little. Um, something's gonna happen because yeah, that's committee. a lot of points. And I don't know if I hope maybe you do have. Uh, somebody that just kind of decides to take on that, you know, the, the most, the most of that weight, um, Josh green looking at you, just go for it. Young fella, take those extra minutes and run with them. Um,
1: would be Reggie too. I mean,
0: yeah, he looked, he looked pretty good the last yeah, the game big game. Yeah. Um, I just, it's hard for me to, put that on him and say yeah of course he'll, he'll just step right into that because he has struggled this year i mean yeah. at this point he's averaging under 7 points a game um and not shooting well it's not it's not for lack of trying either you know um so but i hope i hope that uh, reggie can step into that and he has also uh, in the last few games, really looked a a lot better, um. But still, we need more scoring than what he has been able to contribute so far this season. Yeah. Um. Another quick little injury update is Kristaps Porzingis. Looks like Jason Kidd came out earlier. Um. Gave a, uh, an update on Kristaps. What did he say, Landon?
1: He said he has a bone bruise officially um, from the doctors. So we finally got a analysis on what's going on with him and uh, the timetable. He said day to day. So it's not long-term injury, but day to day can mean two days. It can mean a lot of days. So <laughs> Yeah. CBD, but hopefully um, it's um, he comes back soon.
0: Yeah. That's obviously not, Anywhere near the THJ (laughs) injury. Yeah. In fact, is that the same injury as Zion?
1: Uh, THJ? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of less weight, though.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) hopefully. But it seems like that injury has a pretty... uh, It rears its ugly head for a lot of players, so... Hopefully yeah. that's a a quicker recovery than Zion's of course. <laughs> um Let's go ahead and move into the 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 trade rumors we've we've heard so far. We've got till the 10th to uh fantasize about players ending up in Mavericks jersey has has anything in particular been thrown out there for you that really just excited you? Not
1: really. I mean I I I I've seen a lot of traffic with Dorian and Jalen, but um I mean I voice my opinion, especially with Brunson. Um I think he's a top three player on this team and he's he's still he fits the Luca and KP um age where you have that core so i feel like you have to keep him dorian i love dorian i love dorian so much uh he's the heart and soul of this team he always guards the top player on the opposing team um but he is up there in um in age if if when you look at he he fits like the maxi the the white um those type of players age um the timeline so I'm I'm kind of 50-50 to see what you can get with that. Um it, it feels like a more of a replacement that you can have on this team than than Brunson. But um I, I'm excited to see what Nico does, but I have a feeling he's not gonna do anything. And we've been talking about this. I want him to do something. I want him to do something so we can have a whole pod on the tr- his first trade that he's made.
0: Yeah. And I've said it like I, at the end of <laughs> almost every podcast recently, like I just don't, I don't, I don't really want him to do anything. Yeah. I just don't see a move that doesn't make us the, the same team just with different player names on the back of the jerseys. And, at, and at some point that just doesn't make sense to me. Like a trade for trade's sake doesn't make sense. I know, uh, people just like to see change sometimes after you've seen the same guys for a while. But the difference to me is we haven't seen these guys under kid for that long. And this team uh, seems to be hitting some kind of stride. They look better um, in the last 20 games than they did earlier in the season. So, and against good teams too. They look, with the exception of that Golden State stinker that we had, they look pretty good against good teams. Um so I'd like to I'd like to just ride it out, but uh I would be interested to see what you could get out of the the Dorian Finney Smiths and the uh maybe Maxi Klebo, but I don't know if he's got the value that Uh, he may have had at the end of last year you know
1: yeah i mean you're absolutely right i think there is value there um for top tier playoff teams for dorian and maxi um but like you said um maxi's value um, hasn't been what it was uh last year um so it's it's interesting because we have an idea of what what these players are worth um, but we don't know what other teams um, their idea of Maxie and Dorian and some of the other players on, on this team, I guess we'll find out with Dorian in the off season, (laughs) but, um, but guys with longer than one year on the contract, like Maxie, um, it's going to be interesting. But like you said, I, um, I can see them writing out, but I I can also see them make a small move like that. The TPE, TPE, I know they don't like these uh, um, exceptions because I know we had a couple of them before and we just let them go um, by, but you got to do something, um, uh, uh, at least for an expiring contract um, that doesn't exceed, obviously, the 10.8 and maybe a team that just wants to get get a player out of their um, organization so they can give younger players minutes because I'm thinking like in the playoffs, you're going to have to, if let's just say, because we don't know the the um, official timeline of THJ, let's just say it's um somewhere in the uh, rehab, it's it's delayed where he doesn't come back for the last week of the season or playoffs or anything like that. You're gonna need one other guy to that has experience that can come in and just score it, that can just give you at least ten points to beat these teams. Like I mean, we'll get it in the homestand and in and, and where we're at in the standings, but you're gonna need a guy that can take you um at the end of a quarter and just get you some buckets um against you know grizzlies or or the jazz or teams like that.
0: Yeah. I will say that it seemed like Maxie was doing his best interviewing for the gig playing against the Pacers the other night.
1: Oh, that was such a good one.
0: Uh, he, looked, he looked like a monster he's yes out there grabbing rebounds like crazy and rick Carlisle's just shedding tears on the sideline yeah. that's why he was crying right of course okay <laughs> um,
1: but then you go to the magic game and you're like okay dang it because you know Maxi had so many opportunities to take over <laughs> and help the Magic. Oh, well, he had game. the
0: last opportunity. He had well, the, yeah. you know, he the had the opportunity. That that game never should have been that close. I, it, oh, obviously they, you know, playing down to the competition there, but or maybe the opposite. Maybe maybe the Magic <laughs> Mosley really up to the yeah, guys. to the Mavericks because Mosley's on the other side and he just really wants to put it to him. So. I don't know, but that, that game was bad. We had a couple of stinkers in the in the past
1: uh week or so. Well that the, the that all boils down to KP. Cause like you said, you could I could see this roster right in and out if KP is there. But if, if KP has a couple more injuries to you know, you're gonna you're gonna need that extra guy to help the scoring out because Luke Luca's been dominating the past um handful of games and like you said we we had a couple of games where we just dropped the ball so you're going to need kp down this stretch
0: yeah you know i have been uh, you're going to you're going to you're going to make some noises uh uh i've been pretty set in not wanting to trade kp what i i didn't want to I, you know me. I'd like the whole time we've had him. Everybody just shoots off at the mouth about not wanting to trade him.
1: But set. He's I untouchable have, for you.
0: I well, Yeah, he was. He was. I think. If we could get somebody. That could be close to him. As far as uh, stats wise. and But maybe didn't have the ceiling that he has but is healthier consistently. I think that I would probably take him at this point. Bone bruise has me has me rolling around in bed, I think. I like obviously I I think that he's I think he's a good player. I'm not saying that he's not. There's there's a contention of people that'll be like Yeah, he's terrible. Just get him out for whatever. Trade him for Isaiah Thomas or in a sack of Lay's potato chips. I'm not that. But at this point, I am like, if we can get somebody that scores 18 points a game. Consistent and doesn't get injured. But doesn't have the promise of giving us like a 40 point game or a 30 point game. Like, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't know why it just, wow. just now I'm like, all right, just do it. Get me a, I, but I don't even know who that player is, you know, like, is it Sabonis? But he has the, he has an upside of, I think he has a higher upside at this point than Porzingis yeah. does.
1: I'm just shocked right now.
0: I'm sorry. Cause all you right, were like locked I didn't in. give you. I didn't give on, you that in the pre the pre pod <laughs> warm up. Yeah, I'm still but
1: surprised I, right now. cuz you, I... you, you were set on Luca and KP, and you were down on Brunson, and now you're now you're um, you you're you're putting your chips on Brunson, and you're you're like KP. I'll see what's out there on the market. So you kind of flip flopped on those two.
0: I did. I did. I don't. I wouldn't call it flip flop. I call it growth. There you go. I like it. No, like, all right, you watch how consistent Jalen Brunson is. Yeah. You're not going to get a lot of those. You know, 30 point things with Jalen Brunson. It might happen. Mm -hmm. But you're consistently going to get what he gives you every night. And he's always there. Right? Yeah. You watch that and you see, oh, that's nice to have. What if we could get that at KP's position? What if we what if you don't have the. The star power of his name. And the potential that he has. I'm just tired of waiting for potential. Hmm because he has some good I mean he had a 6 now. he had a 6 block game the other night and that was great. He yeah. every every now and then he'll take over. And I don't know if there's I don't know. I just I, I I just I wonder what's out there.
1: Well, too bad we can't throw him back to New York, huh, and get uh Julius Randall like you mentioned before. I
0: I would like yeah, I would like that trade. I would uh I mean, I would, I would take Julius Randall, even even if it meant shipping a. I don't know if we talked about that on the pod. Oh. okay. We no, didn't talk like about like, that. Off, off air. <laughs> Thanks oh, okay. for just uh <laughs> bringing my dirty secrets onto the pod here. <laughs> I was trying to trade.
1: Hey, I'm about uh, to give you a couple more names.
0: <laughs> I was about to send off Jalen Brunson for, uh, for Randall and some and THJ, oh, yeah, but that right. was off the. Off the books, man. Well, let me give you let me give Can't you. Can't just be more reading names. my texts on air. Dirty
1: secrets, dirty laundry. <laughs> um, let me give you some a couple more names, though. All right. So you say yes or no? Okay. All right. So,
2: Tobias Harris. No. Okay. Valachunas
0: no okay are we are we wait hold on are we talking over kp like if if they would just do a straight over trade would i trade kp for these players
1: yeah you said someone that that's always healthy that doesn't have the upside as kp um but can still put up you know 18 points a game
0: okay so all these guys are 18 point a game guys
1: yeah Julius Randle, Tobias
0: Harris, Valachunas. um, I would probably do Julius Randle. But I think that, again, Julius Randle is one of those potential guys, and I would just be trading a potential guy for a potential guy. Yeah. Like I would get myself in that trap again. Christian Wood. Oh, we talked. I think that. Oh, this was our. T- this is we talked about this over uh, text. We didn't talk about this either. Now you're. I'm airing your dirty laundry. Oh my gosh. Um. No, I wouldn't. Oh, see, it gets hard. It gets nah, hard. App- it does get appreciate hard. Appreciate what you have. I know. <laughs> i well. I'm the appreciate what you have guy. Like this is. I know that's why this saying. is why it's hard. I don't know what I I don't know what I would need.
1: Well, that's when it's tough when you when you see what's out there. It's it's hard to think of someone that can come in.
2: Um, what about different position? Karis Levert. Oh no, nah, that's not. He's not going to go to no because
0: that's yeah, that doesn't <laughs> that yeah, and that doesn't uh doesn't meet my injury standard either. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Um but I like that player. I like him with Doncic. Yeah. And I and you know earlier in the season I did say that I didn't think we were going to like a trade with the Pacers is probably never going to happen. That's what I said. But mm-hmm. I don't know. After this this is a little reunion. After that reunion, <laughs> all teary-eyed, everybody hugging. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. It
2: might happen. What about, what about John Collins?
0: I probably would. I would probably do that. But so then it, the would, first, yes. it would bite me right in the butt. Because he'd go over there with, with Trey Young, and then we'd have to hear about how great they were together and how, oh, why didn't Luca make him this great? Or, you know, he'd be scoring the same amount of points and doing the same things, being injured the same amount. But for whatever reason, the.
1: In the East, he'll be an all star again. Yeah. Yep.
0: So for that reason, for that reason, I'm out for that. For that reason, (laughs) I'm out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it gets tough after that. I mean, yeah. Might as well keep him.
0: I know that would that's that's kind of what I was, you know, it's nice to be able to admit that I would. But there's probably not a guy out there that would meet the what I want in my brain. Yeah, out there right now. But yeah, if John Collins wasn't in Atlanta, I probably would. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to deal with.
1: Oh, I I know a guy that.
0: I don't want to deal with that. You
1: want to deal with that, yeah. I know a guy that we talked about in the pod. Um Miles Turner. <laughs>
0: this is these are all no's. These are all no's. I wouldn't do yeah. Miles Turner either. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna keep him. <laughs> that was a fun segment. Good job, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do anything, no, Nico. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's why his job's so hard. We just went yeah. down a list of like really, pretty talented guys, and all of them are like, "No, I'm not doing that."
1: Yeah. You, would you do any of those? Potential? I would not. Uh, I feel like you got to keep Luca, um, Brunson, and Porzingis, and then um, see what you can get for everybody else. I mean, I, I know it's easier said than done, but. I feel like those three guys you gotta keep. Obviously, with KP, you're holding on to that potential. We see it. I mean, he goes in five game stretches where he's unstoppable, and 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 then he has a couple average games, and and then he might get a little stinger here and there. And it's tough, but you're still holding on that hope. I mean, I feel like this playoffs series is the, the shot that, Nico really sees what he has with this team. If they can make the second round, I feel like you have you have some some something good here with the stability of those three guys, but if if KP is out during the playoffs or JB just has a bad series, um it's going to get interesting. It's going to be a very interesting for, um, off season for Nico
0: Yeah, like i, I I've said this this is kind of my thing is last season was not his first season to judge yeah so we will ha- we will but i be, i'll be super judgmental like a baptist grandmother when we get <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. this next off season because uh oh i can't wait yeah i've not it's something's got to happen you can't waste these primes yeah when, when we go to that.
1: the when we go to the uh Um, the off-season, the free agent press conference, I'm going to be looking at you the whole time. (laughs) I'm going to be looking at you the whole time. Hopefully in a good way, but I I don't... don't, He has a tough, tough, difficult
0: job. When he's holding up a... (laughs) I'm trying to think. I don't want to insult anybody, but I don't want to... I'm trying to think of somebody that you're like, Oh, really? A Courtney Please. Lee jersey. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> I don't want another
1: one of those. Holding up a a Mason Plumley yeah, jersey for the the biggest free out, free agent offseason signing.
0: Yeah, I don't want to do that. Um. Well, during this this uh, next few days of trade rumors swirling and everything like that, the Mavericks actually have a pretty hard schedule and i wanted to ask you like what what's your predictions for this homestand for the mavs you say hard schedule well i mean it's it's a lot of games and it's not yeah. it's not i mean look at them
1: well yeah they're not oh, it's tough with this team i don't know because like you said they play down uh, to teams that are lower than them, and they play up to teams that are higher than them. So, I mean, I guess we we kind of have to wait until the end to really judge. But so they have the Thunder, and these, like you said, they're all home games. Thunder, 76ers, the Hawks, the Pistons, um, and then um, back-to-back, um, same teams, Clippers,
0: See, to me that this is where I said it was hard because every team that you mention on that list mm-hmm. sounds like either a good team or a trap team.
1: OK. But they're oh, winnable to me.
0: All of them are uh, the only one that I see yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> really going to be rough is the 76 Sixers. Yeah. Um, I don't. But well, after we, the
1: magic game, you don't even know
0: yeah that's what i'm saying you like you just never know what this team's gonna do they're either gonna stomp people out or they're gonna lose to a a team that you you think that certainly they can't lose to this guy right certainly they couldn't lose to the magic the other night uh i didn't think they would would uh What was the what was the last one that it was just really blew my mind that they lost to him? It was it was pretty recent, too. I'm like. They lost to Orlando and then they. um, Uh, I didn't think they were going to lose to New York.
1: Yeah, the Knicks was the last uh, one. They lost to the Kings um, the end of December. But yeah, the the
0: Knicks and the
1: Magic were really stinkers.
0: Yeah. But so you just never know. And, and, uh, teams like Oklahoma City, they have, they have like good talent core. That's an exciting young team with, yeah. Shay and Giddy. That whole team is fun to watch. Um, Yeah.
1: They're like two years away from being two years away.
0: Yeah. And then you have a team like, atlanta who oh i don't like playing out at atlanta <laughs> remember the just, season that's opener? basically what i was gonna say i don't like play i just don't like atlanta gosh which is funny because i love the city of atlanta yeah but i yeah for whatever Every reason sometimes they ha- they just have our our number it seems like so um LA I'm not too worried about because everybody that's supposed to be there is, I mean, they're just not that great this year. Mm-mm. Um, How many games yeah,
1: out of the six th- would you like to see this team pull out of victory?
0: Would I like to see?
1: Okay. I how many games should they?
0: should they i think five okay they should be all but one of those teams they are talented enough their defense is good enough to be all but one of those teams i think philadelphia is a better team than they are okay that's not not outlandish to say even on a mavs fans podcast (laughs) <laughs> like yeah <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers are a better team than the Mavericks are.
2: Uh, and
1: how many will they win?
0: Prediction. 4. Okay. I think that they one of those is a slip-up game. One of those is a, is a everybody has an off night kind of thing. Unless we got that out of the way with, uh, with that Orlando game. Yeah. Like, unless that is the slip up game and then they're going to come home and dominate, that would be nice. But yeah, well, if if they want
1: to catch the jazz, they need, they need to win. Like you said, at least four of those. The jazz is two and eight in the last 10. Um, you know Mitchell's been out, and then Ingles, um, with the ACL tear, is out for the rest of the year. So that's really the opportunity. It's it's really pivotal for this team, um, if they want a home court advantage in the playoffs to to make a run. Obviously, we have a lot of games here, but when you're only one game back of the Jazz, um, you get you get you got to win some of these games.
0: You had a really good tweet uh, earlier. I was jealous. It was about, about what? the uh, the Mavericks and how well they played over the this first quarter of 2022 or first uh, month of 2022. And the fact that they still <laughs> like the West is so packed that oh, they lose yeah. one game and it, all of a sudden they like drop. Isn't that crazy, though? It's amazing. The West is so packed. Especially when the Jazz
1: have been losing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. That has to be frustrating.
0: It's not fair. Like Dallas (laughs) is in East Texas. Can't we just go to the East? Can't we just be part of the Eastern Conference? (laughs) Yeah. We got good defense now. Come on. Throw us over there. Make us play Toronto all the time. Man. Have you have you seen the East? It's even
1: more insane. Like the the if you just look at the top six seeds in the East, um, the six seed, the Nets, they're two and a half games behind the first seed Bulls.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. Crazy. You just it, the, it's the whole NBA this year. It's not even because yes. I guess the biggest gap in the in the East is between six and seven is, and that's still not, that's still only two.
2: (laughs) No. And you got the
1: 10th seed, the Hawks who we just talked about is eight games behind first seed. (laughs) What? (laughs) I thought the West
0: was crazy. That's funny. I don't, you know, I don't pay attention to them that much, but also they're like, Their top, their top team in the West, or in the East, is 32 wins, the Bulls.
1: Oh, geez, yeah. I didn't so, even notice that.
0: So, yeah, it's
1: it's, it's like Suns, competitive, Warriors but also busy.
0: they're just not as good. <laughs> I know.
1: That makes a good playoffs, right?
0: <laughs> I don't, are they? Okay, so are they not as good? To or say. or is it or is it harder to win over there? This is a weird. All, yeah, it's weird. Are there? Is there less chum in the water for the East Coast, where everybody? It's like the talent is more evenly spread across the East, and then the West well, is like they just have top heavy, a top heavy few teams because like Phoenix has forty wins already.
1: Golden State has 39. (laughs) So the West has the top three teams in the league, Like the East has, like, what, fourth or 10?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like I just talked about how the 76ers are definitely better than the Mavericks, and they're at 31 wins, but the Mavericks are at 29. Oh my gosh. So they're not actually that... that different but but looking at the 76ers like watching them i would say that's a better team
1: oh and they're 17 and 9 on the road so
0: (laughs) yeah they're just yeah get ready for that They
1: come to dallas (laughs) and they're eight and two um in their last 10 but it's only 31 games though for the wins you would think they would have more like you said Man, look at this the, is a weird look season. At,
0: look at the point differentials between, between the, East, the top East Coast teams and the top West Coast teams. The point differentials oh, geez, for yeah. the Bulls, 76ers, the Heat, the Heat and yeah. the Cavaliers are all like under five. And then your, your top Three teams, four teams or whatever in the West or like above. So it's just, it's nuts. It's such a weird season. Gosh. Also, just the fact that the Cavaliers are a good team again.
1: Oh, I love the is, Cavs ro- roster.
0: They're fun to watch, man.
1: They're so fun to watch. Still also hate love- Rondo. Oh, what is it? Oh. <laughs> Rubio was balling for them too before that injury. Yeah. But man, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but behind that's... the um, I know we talk about this team too, but um, behind the Pacers, I love the Cavs roster. So you like Which the pa- so...
0: the Pacers roster?
1: Yeah, not the wins, <laughs> but just the <laughs> roster like you could pick on both teams. You could pick like at least seven players who you would like to see on the Mavs roster.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And what's crazy is that the Cavaliers have, are, are they not still missing? Um, Sexton. Yeah. He's, yeah, out. He's, he's out. He's gone for the year, right?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how long, but yeah, it's it's definitely long, um, long term.
0: Yeah, but, it's a, he's but out the for the rest time, of the year. It was a meniscus tear. Oh, he's, it was, he's okay. gone. Yeah.
1: So. But Garland has went up,
0: like in yeah. value and stock
1: and could be an all star.
0: That team is um, going to be nasty next year because they're either going to trade Sexton and get something. Yep pretty good with him because he's a good player he was he is he was doing something special before he went out he was like the best player last year which is weird yeah um i would love to see that
1: mobley allen garland man
0: welcome to the home of the cleveland cavaliers (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's talk about this roster, man Nico,
1: do something. Man.
0: Do something. Don't you do anything. Are... You just got me all excited. I'm supposed to be the don't do anything guy. I know. I'm, I'm looking at other rosters with You think other pods are doing that with eight? our roster? No. I've talked about this. I talk about every oh, game. Yeah. Do you think the people look at the Mavericks and they're like, ooh, that Maxi Kleber. <laughs> oh, I wish you played, I wish you was wearing green and white for the celtics no i don't think so i don't like why did i pick a team that wears the same colors there were so many teams i could have said like yeah why the celtics i don't know why i went celtics it seems like all of our scraps end up celtics yeah at some point man I don't know. I don't think. I don't think other teams envy our roster. Just, they envy Jalen Brunson. They Bronson. envy Luca. Well, maybe. I don't know. Now that I'm listing them off, um, maybe. I
1: feel like Dorian got his value up this year. Um, maybe because he's just he's so um, his contract is so cheap.
0: He, yeah, that is Four the mil. enviable thing about Dorian Finney Smith is he's pretty. Pretty formidable three and D guy, and he's cheap.
1: You think they would view him the same if he was making above ten?
0: Uh, no, if he's got a twelve million dollar contract, they're like, yeah, okay, he's a twelve million dollar three and D guy, one in a million, <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Yeah, that's like,
2: true.
1: But Oh, okay. Well, on the flip side, do you think the value of Brunson
2: is?
1: <laughs> going to change from the 1.8 billion to let's just say 18. Uh,
0: yes, what yeah, it's not gonna it? feel the same. People are like, This is the thing that happens to every player in the NBA as soon as they get a good contract, all of a sudden they're not the Wonder Boy anymore. That's so great, mm. which is complete horse crap. It's crap. The fact that that. Tim Hardaway Jr got a good good contract and all the is deserved. Which he deserved. He played his way into that contract. You you get the contracts that you already played for basically in the NBA. Like you yeah. don't <laughs> a lot of times you end up playing just as well, but once you get that contract, if you play just as well as you were, people are like, "Well, why aren't you playing better?" We gave like like it's their money. We gave you all this money. Yeah. Aren't you scoring 40 points a night? Well, because I'm not a 40 point a night guy. Like, you've...
1: well, that's what, yeah. Someone tweeted me, Aren't you concerned about paying um, Brunson um, around 20 and then getting a luxury tax? I'm like, Hey, I was just thinking it's not my money.
0: No, okay. <laughs>
1: I'll pay him 30. I mean,
0: <laughs> ask me how much I care about if my team has to be in the luxury tax. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Unless unless we're awful, if you're paying a luxury tax and you're mm-hmm. awful, yeah, then I care because my team True. is awful. But if and we're a lot- in a championship and they're in the luxury tax, no, I don't care. It's not my money. Okay, so what? So what? What is the?
1: I guess what is the threshold for being satisfied um, that the team is in the luxury tax is it like a six seed and up is okay or fourth seed and up is okay
0: you need to be contender only i i don't like the luxury tax is not a standard for me i don't care as long as they're not a bad team but i would expect if you're paying that much money that you would pay that much money towards players that were playing well you know um so, I would want if you, I would expect that if you're paying that much money, then you're automatically going to be in the top four. Like, the reason you ended up paying that much money is because you had enough talent on that team or could get enough talent on that team that it forced you to pay that much. We haven't been near that line, though, in years, though. Yeah. The Mavericks and, haven't. So, and that's
1: what that's. That's what's so funny to me because um, people are saying, oh, they haven't been in the luxury tax um, tax in 10 years. And like you said, we haven't had the opportunity to be um, around the fourth seed. In, um well, obviously, the past couple of years, but like just the group, we haven't been around the fourth seed in, in 10 years. Yeah. So
0: there hasn't been enough like talent the, on the roster to pay that much. Yeah. If you're in the, if we were paying Charlie Villain wave, like, like, or, you know, that era of player, yeah, of the Yogi luxury Ferrell. tax, say that one again.
1: Yogi Ferrell.
0: Yeah. Y- yeah, that's a good one. If Yogi Farrell is the thing putting you over the top, then maybe we need to talk about getting a new GM. Yeah.
1: But but the thing is, I don't think people remember okay, they're in the if they pay even if they pay um Jalen and Dorian to come back, okay, they're in the luxury tax. But guess what? It's only for one year. Cause you have thirty mil in expiring contracts. You got Dwight, you got Maxi, you got Bobon, you got Sterling, you got um all these guys on Expiring contracts, so they have options financially to get right out of the luxury tax
0: are there any are there are there any negatives to being in the luxury tax that aren't money that don't revolve around money there's no real pun like punitive no.
1: I mean, you'll have smaller, mid-level exceptions, stuff like that, but there's no really big deal, like you said, outside of Cuban just pouring out more
2: dollars out of his wallet.
0: Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. That's a weird question you got from that guy. Why would he care?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean Cuban Cuban is the only one who should care.
0: Cuban has, yeah, Cuban is the one that needs care. That's a to lot care. of millions. Yeah. Why are you concerned?
1: Especially when he's he's young. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like like you said if this was for someone that's you know at the end of the rotation or even just a a, a seventh man or something like that, that's different. But when you have a starter who's been reliable. Like you said, you know what you're getting from him and it's consistent. It's efficient. It's productive. And he's young. I mean, it's a no brainer to me, even Dorian. I mean, he's, he's close to 30, but I mean, it, it depends. What would you pay Dorian? If you're Nico and you, what's your first offer in negotiation?
0: 28. No, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I The first offer, I think he's going to get an offer of 10. Okay, yeah. I think he's going to go into the double-digit offer because he's just played himself into it. Comparable players out there. He's probably, uh, like, I could see 10 to 12.
1: So a Reggie Bullock contract.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Would you say, like, looking at it, would you say he's pretty comparable to a Reggie Bullock? I'd say at this point in the season, he's better than a Reggie Bullock.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know? know? Yeah, I think. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, just looking at the season, but just around the league, yeah, it could be that, like you said, the Mavs could start at 10 to 11 and then, dorian's agent said hey we're looking at 13 14 um and then maybe 12 (laughs) 5
0: yeah i could i could see him getting offers for uh from a team that you know just wanted to make a splash yeah um i don't know what his name looks like though outside of dallas
1: that's what's so tough yeah i know
0: i know the obviously this is the pacers but rick carlisle did say that he's you know, worked his way way into being an elite 3 and D guy. And, you know, when you're in Dallas, you kind of like shrug that off. But has he like, is he known around the league? Because. For being that, uh, I just I never get to listen to opposing views on Mavericks. So I don't know. Is he? We know what Luca is. We know what KP is because they're you know, droned on about by national media all the time, but I don't know what the view of, of a Dorian Finney-Smith or a Maxi Kleba, like, I don't know what other teams view him as.
1: Yeah, because when you think of Elite 3 and D, what does that really mean? I mean, because there's different layers to that. Because um, I'm thinking when when you say, Obviously, obviously, Rick Carlisle um, loved Dorian. Um, he gave him his shot. But um, I, I love Dorian. But when you say elite 3 and D, I think more of a, like a Mikel Bridges, Phoenix Suns.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't think Dorian um, has reached that um, stage in his career. I think he's a good 3 and D in the league. But elite 3 and D, I think you're looking at some of the top tier um guys like um mikhail who got like a great contract um by the way what did he get i I can
2: hold that up he just got paid um
1: bridges next season he's he's making 5.5 this season on his rookie contract but next season he'll be making 20 that's a elite three and D type
2: contract.
0: Yeah. I would say. He's more
1: like Robert Covington, Robert Covington. Um, or Jeremy his... Grant. Yeah. Well, he got paid too.
0: He got paid though.
1: Yeah. But Covington. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's you gotta so... have a great agent.
0: Well, it, he got paid cause, cause you're right. Like a, he blew With up in that one in that, uh, that was playoffs it Western Conference Finals or whatever.
1: Yeah, and that's what you you exactly right because with the Nuggets, he was
0: like Dorian. Yeah, but because I'd say he's a, I would actually say Dorian is a step below Covington.
1: But Covington got paid like twelve mil well, in he his got last paid contract a whole bunch too. It's gonna be interesting. Good yeah,
0: it'll him. be interesting to see what he what he can pull in. That's scaring me now because this is I'm looking at all the comps for it. Yeah. Do you think he's he's going (laughs) to do you think he's going to go for pay or do you do you think he's going to go for. Who got him there. I think he deserves
1: to go for pay. I think he deserves to go for pay. I think he I think he'd go and I have to look the numbers and everything, but I can see a team like the Pelicans. Um, you know, teams like that will just throw him 13, uh, 5, 14 to try to make a splash and just get some good guys in um, to help the roster make the playoffs. And I think the Mavs will probably lowball because they know the financial status that they're in. And, and I wouldn't say it's a lowball because it's still a big pay gap from what he's making now but I think like you said they'll probably start at 10 11 and see where it
2: goes from there. What do you think?
0: Like I said I hope I hope he's in that 11 12 kind of bracket. Uh, but do
1: you think he'll get offers for more?
0: I think he'll he get I think have he'll have get an option? offer for 14. Okay. I think somebody out there will give him a 14.
1: Do you think he'll pull a THJ or do you think he'll take? <laughs> I do <don't> <laughs>
0: I almost don't want him to. Cause like, I think I I want him to get paid and I want him to kind of like, I would like to see. I'd like to, I'd like to see him get some recognition somewhere else. Like, yeah. um, which sounds like so lame. If you love something, let it go. <laughs> like he's one of your, like he's, he is one of my favorite, mavericks um but but yeah i think he would get more recognition if he did what he did in dallas and but he did it somewhere else especially if it was one of those bigger if it was a bigger team not like you said where he would go to new orleans or something like that i think if he goes to a team like that he stays where he is uh on the national scale you know like he yeah. might. He has now. That would be even worse because it's just like in the same fan base of, of NBA fans too. Like it's still like the South, Southeast kind of thing. I would almost like to see. Like I'd like to see Dorian go to the Clippers.
1: Or he did not just say that. <laughs> he did not <laughs> just say go to the Clippers and be around Morris.
0: Well, I mean, in in this scenario, Morris would probably be gone, but. I don't want I don't want him to be there, but I think I think it would. Yeah, he would be. I think he would. His career would benefit from from going to one of those. One of those big. The big bigs, you know? Yeah. If he ended up a Nick. Or. He. Uh, a bull would that be better is that less uh, offensive to you of course than me saying like lakers would, or the clippers i would cheer for
1: that, yeah see that's the thing i don't you're you're getting into a little gray area because i think he would make a little less if he stayed but he would keep his um, he would keep his same role like you're the fine starter you you guard the opposing um best player or you go to a better team and you make the same or make a little more but you're you're coming off the bench as like the main guy off the
2: bench
0: yeah the main mm.
2: cuz would he start on the bulls no
1: i mean would he start on the clippers no the paul george and Kawhi next year i mean would he start
0: no he'd be the he'd be the the second team's defensive stopper on any of those squads or the or a guy, or the guy that fits in nicely when one of those guys gets injured in yeah. the case of the clippers cuz he he his game although qu- not anywhere Close to his advanced, I feel like could slot in with like a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George.
1: Yeah, because where you need a dependable um, guy um, behind those.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, I offended you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm waiting. I'm I can't. It's kind of like we're playing 2K and we want (laughs) to. we want to sim the season to see what happens.
0: Does it ever hurt your feelings when you, when you play 2k and like a trade happen in the background and you see one of the players you like and they're, they're like on the spurs and they're just slaughtering you like, Oh, oh how, my gosh. Yeah. What? How'd that happen? I simulated oh. for too long. You <laughs> <laughs> just brought up
1: something though. What if Dorian goes to the spurs?
0: I think that would be a great, they have money. Yeah. But, I same kind of issue with like with the Pelicans recognition. Like he just wouldn't get it. Oh no, he he'd stay. Like you want him to go to a big market so he I can do. get some recognition. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that I think he's the kind of player that would kind of pop with a culture of fan base that if it was just a, a little bit bigger, especially New York, he'd be great but oh, he'll be New great York with alist. Yeah. No, I I'd like him to be here. All that yeah. said, I would love to keep uh Dorian Finney Smith in a Mavs uniform. I don't even care if they paid him 14 million. Put us in the luxury tax. I don't care. Do it, Nico. Keep him mm. the same, Nico.
1: I got I got one question before before we before we wrap up. Um Let's just let's just throw this out there. Let's just say Dorian comes back. Let's yeah. say Pal Pal stays with the Mavericks. Okay. Do you retire their number if they stay like 15 years with Mavericks? No. Or twenty
2: let's just say they spend their whole career. No. I mean, Brad Davis. What was that point? What was that? Well, I'm, tra- I'm just saying, like,
1: <laughs> Brad Davis was he was a starter until what Harper? Uh, I mean, is he was he worthy of having his jersey retired? He spent a lot of seasons with Dallas. You kind of get in the same boat. If Dorian spends fifteen plus
2: years, I think Brad Davis was a better player than. I mean, really? I'm just throwing this out there.
0: That's a little. It's a little different of a. Let's let's just pull up some Brad Davis stats here. Let's okay. do that. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> when you look at him, exactly. Why? Exactly. All
1: right, hold on. <laughs> oh, let's take a pause here. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his jersey
0: is in the stands right now. I am just realizing that I have never looked at Brad Davis' stats.
1: <laughs> Let me have a five-year five stretch
2: there, where why is He's he ready. in the rafters that's what see that's what I'm saying I mean we did is he in the maybe he okay
1: he played twelve seasons. I don't care what's the map? well, that's what i'm trying
2: to say i mean what's is that the threshold now <laughs> <Did> that
0: <laughs> hold, hold on hold on what
1: i mean let's just say mark aguire should be in there but yeah i, 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 know I would do
0: yeah thing. i've actually looked at those stats uh, yeah oh man carmelo before carmelo he was the
2: first see what i'm saying that's why i brought it up He, he was the Dwight Pal of the 80s Mavs.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you this. We can. I'll tell you this. That man took a good basketball card photo. <laughs> How do we transition? Because he constantly you looked photo. like he was doing the most. Like all oh, of his okay. all of his uh, all of his cards. He's always like in motion. Like he looks like he must have been a badass, but like yeah. I, I'm, I mean, most of your career you're averaging under ten points. You, That's why I asked. I mean, barely doing anything. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't want to talk bad about him. He, I guess, I he, thought he. <laughs> no, nah, he was he was part I'm of some great teams. Baffled.
1: He's part of some great teams. That's why I just said like, he's just like Dorian and, and well. At least during, I mean, well, even Dwight, if they if, if they spend fifteen years and you know the the organization loves them like they did Brad Davis, I mean, obviously Aguire, Finley, Terry, he was the names. first
0: jersey retired too, though, right? He was the first yeah. one to get his jersey. Maybe there's just this might this may be a. All right, I've got to think of it this way. This is going to be such a weird thing to, to have to edit, by the way. Because there's so many, like, just gaps of me being in awe of, oh, yeah. of looking at how unimpressive these stats are. Um, maybe it is similar to, like... If somebody told me that they were going to retire Deshaun Stevenson's number and put it in the rafters or like Brian Cardinal.
1: No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Like, I'm not saying it, but like he shot over 50% in a lot of seasons. That's what, that's what's crazy, but he didn't shoot that much. (laughs) So it's like, uh, try to find some, (laughs) something here.
0: Don't bring up a negative thing and then, and then leave me in the negative dust. Like, you start the negative thing, (laughs) and then I go in on it, and then you're like, why are you being so negative, Josh? You dick.
1: (laughs) You're just a Mavs fans writer.
0: (laughs) Uh, Don't leave me in this cloud of negativity as you, like, just... Hop out of it and you're like, Why are you being like that, Josh? Hey, hopscotch. Go on both sides. What are you doing? How could you do this?
1: <laughs> no, I mean he was part of some good teams, but I think it's the longevity that he played and then like you but like you said, they they really give off the vibe that that Davis was on par with black men. Um, um, Harper and Aguire and he was like, you know, he was up there, like he was like the fourth or fifth guy when you had Perkins, you had Donaldson, and all these other guys that were tarply, uh, um above him, and he just had the longevity. I mean, it's you, you, you got to start retiring some other guys' names just to, just to make it look good. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't it. it... Like I was I was trying to say earlier, like if they if they went and retired one of those Brian Cardinal or somebody like that, and uh, we would understand it like our generation of of Mavs fans would probably understand. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm not saying that they're as bad like that. The he was as bad as those players. Maybe we just we weren't there, so we don't understand. Well, the better
1: comparison is J.J. Barea.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, there. J.J. Barea.
1: Barea of that that, yes. that core.
0: Yeah. Like I was just trying to think of a name that maybe uh, the next generation, like once Luke has been in the league for 10 years, what's a name from that last Dirk team that those players won't know anymore? You know, like a a very, like a large contributor. J.J. Bure is the, the, the best comparison, I think. They, like, they won't, maybe they won't know that, like how important he was to that team.
1: Yeah, and if he had his number retired, you'd be like, oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it. Maybe that's the same thing. Obviously, these Brad Davis teams didn't win a championship, so there's a little less, uh, I don't know. I, I need an old old head to, to explain this one to me because I had never yeah. just looked. I had never. And then when you look at Aguirre's at the
1: numbers, you look at Finley's numbers, you look at Terry's numbers and they're not in the rafters. Hopefully those three will be one day, but
0: I'm surprised like, Finley's not already yeah. because I mean, with his stand stance with the team and yeah, I think he'll be next. He he probably will, but you I don't think, know. The, think... the Mavericks might be one of those teams that just don't do it a lot.
1: Oh,
2: do you think uh, Terry will? Um, I don't know. Yeah. See, that's the problem when you have when you look up
1: and you look at Davis. I mean, you. You got like, hey, I got five (laughs) more names. (laughs) Well, not five. I got like 10 more names we could put up here.
0: I just, I've never, I just, just, like, I don't know why I did, like, I'm a big basketball stat guy, too. He just wasn't a player that ever interested me in, like, looking him him up. up. Because I've, like, looked up Aguirre, looked up, you know, Derek Harper. Yeah. And listening to Brad on the broadcast, like... (laughs) that just baffles me man I don't know what I, why'd you do that to me <laughs> why did the Mavs do that to you <laughs> I could have died thinking he averaged like 18 and 7 assists or something for <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah well yeah <laughs> well on that note yeah Nico Pearson,
1: please please just do something just do something for this team. For this
0: team. What was it, I wasn't ready for whatever just happened. Nico, don't do anything. Don't do it. Just do something. I don't know what that accent is. But I'm ending the pod before we get canceled.